Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in, you know, I don't do this every week, but I would love if you went over, left a review, left a comment. I listened to all of those. Um, you know, give me some topics. Send, send over to, to Steve at teachups.com. What kind of topics do you want to hear? Um, but before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, I've tried them all, and this is... Uh, not only not only how innovative are, but you know the workouts and and what 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 I love about Doctor Dish is they give back to the community. If you if you follow them on the face on Facebook, if you follow them on Twitter, they're always giving back to the basketball community. And you mentioned Coach Unplugged; they'll give you four hundred and fifty dollars off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources, it's handouts, it's videos, it's one-on-one calls, it's office hours. It's a coach. It's a it's a it's a resource run by a coach for a coach. It's not not an ex-coach, not someone that's been let go, not someone that's um, coaching part-time. This is what I do, um, and Teach Hoops helps me keep the bills on. It helps me put up these podcasts, 13 podcasts a week. Teach Hoops helps me uh, be able to do that, and, and it's a roadmap for you to be successful, and let me help you in this great journey that we call coaching. But let's head off to the podcast. Right. So there are some rules. So what, you know, there are age divisions, there's boys and girls, and then there's age divisions uh, every two years. So there's uh, U9, U11, U13, U15, U18, yep. and then and then you're done. Okay. Um, so, and then there's a bit of a split at high school. So we we run only in in the fall program, and then come high school, um, some the kids that don't make high school teams can still play community. The ones that do make high school teams cannot play community. They, they, right, that's the so way it, it is. It's, and, it's, yeah. it's one or the other. Yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. It, and it are there are, are there yeah. are there those all over Canada then? Yes. Yeah. So like so, like Quebec, oh, Edmonton, like... Edmonton has one. There's a Calgary the Calgary Association. There's a Red Deer, which is a small city between the two of us. That kind of stuff. So, but what about um, the small little towns? Again, I know yep. that like seventy five percent of all Canadians live within like fifty miles of the U.S. border. I from something well, well, something so like we're, we're but what about the little we're, towns we're that aren't by a big town? So, for the most part, you know, those towns, if if they have enough kids to form their own league, they will, um, or they'll join a, a slightly bigger league. So, uh, like my league is uh, Leducan County, so we we're geographically really large. So, somebody from a nearby town can come and join our league. They're they're okay. within our zone, so okay. we're kind of zoned off. 
Okay. Um, and those who, and if you get big enough to form your own, your own association, your own zone, then you get split off basically. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I was just wondering how, like, cause there's little towns like, yeah, you know, maybe they wouldn't, they didn't have enough to maybe make a team, but they don't have anybody to play. So then what do they do? Like, I yeah, we know. get calls, you know, we got calls from the small, you know, coaches from high, you know, high school coaches. Hey, I have a couple of kids here that really want to play and, we either invite them to come play with us. And that happens too. Sometimes what will happen is even between the leagues, we have different zones. If you don't have enough kids in one area, the neighboring guys might, or just they don't have enough. We don't have enough. And we'll say, okay, well, well, well you guys take all the kids or we take all the kids and we'll make a team out of that. So we've had that a few times where there was just not enough U13 girls. Okay. Right. Well, you can, you can, you can, uh, you know, the next community over, you guys have, you know. So. Do you go co-ed at the younger ages? Uh, we split up at U9, so seven, eight-year-olds. That's where we start splitting if we can. Okay. Um, and there's a bit of a gap. I've noticed uh, we, we don't get a lot of girls at uh, U13, and then all of a sudden we get a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and and But but you know, U7, 8, and 9, it tends to be 2 to 1 or 3 to 1 ratio boys to girls teams. Okay. That makes sense. Um, all right. So <clears throat> how do you uh, – one of the topics you want to talk about, how do you start on the right foot for – community team so that was something like because i know like there's high school coaches and college coaches like how do you start down that right path because i know when we started our youth program we had to pivot and then we had to redo something then we had to get a board and then we had to become a non-profit it's like oh it's a whole could write a book on it but um <laughs> you know what what do you think is the things that you need to prioritize with that well you know kind of as an association or as a as a coach either or you pick yeah, because well, I, I got some. I, I'm a director in our association, so I've had it. I've done. I've done the whole help the recruiting stuff. I've done the whole evaluations and hearing placements. It 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 is. Um, and you're trying to do. Um, you, our ultimate goal is to get as many kids playing as we can. Like that's our you know, and have them experience, have a good time with basketball. Like we're right. not we're not trying to we're not a feeder program necessarily for older ages, although we kind of do develop later on. Right. Um, it, it's a good fit, right? It, We've had right. a lot of high school coach uh, coaches teach in our community because it is a natural fit, right? right. Uh, you know, they, they can take these kids, bring them in, and they know they're they, they know that the kids know at least the basics, right? So, you know, from an association point of view, it's really just um, you know embracing the idea that if you have more kids, odds are you have a bigger pool of parents to make volunteers. It's the law of large numbers. From you got the it. Stats teacher. The more you have, the better chances. Yes, yes. It's yeah. Provided you have enough gyms. You know, yeah. if you have enough gym facilities and, you, you know, you that is one of the biggest issues I've heard from like coaches in New Zealand and Australia and Europe and stuff. It's gym space. Even the U.S. It's like it's gym space. You can't find gym space. Well, um, that in times like you're, you're all you're especially community. You're really just working on evenings. Right. You, you have. Right. Well, so, so this is. So, again, it's the financial part I think about. So let's say I build this big facility that has four basketball courts. It sits there empty half the year more than half yeah. the year because the kids are in school and they're not coming at at 11 o'clock on a tuesday in september because they're in school so yeah. this this facility you built sits you don't want that like from a finance like that's the problem with the facilities you got to make so what they've been doing is renting it out to like uh, adult groups so you know right you try or, yes, or yes, the, so so yes. they, they, it needs they, to be multi-purpose it does need to be multi-purpose for sure yeah so you'll have two sets of lines on the ground you know maybe tennis yeah. like, you know <laughs> tennis and and then badminton and, and basketball yeah so that's what the association from a from a 
but for asking from like a, a coaching, a new thing. So I, I, like I said, I coach two teams a year. So, uh, and usually they're brand new kids. I sometimes get repeat kids that I've coached before or from previous divisions. Uh, but generally it's kind of really a new mix every time. So it's really, you're really working on spacing and movement and right. you, you got, you, you got to kind of break it down to where you have to do kind of your, your drills, your sets, what you're teaching them has to include some level of, of defense because you don't have time to right, kind of run kind of uh, against chairs a lot because as soon as they go to a game, it's it feels different. You don't, it does you don't feel have different. that kind. Yeah. You don't have the time to set up that. Okay. Well, let's run it completely wide open. And then you go to a game and everything gets stolen. Every pass right. gets stolen. Right. It's just too easy. So you, you, you got to start with like this basic fundamentals. Of, okay. How do you get open and you know, how, you know, on a pass, like just getting open on passes. Cause you can't do anything unless you can get open on a pass. And that leads to inbound plays, you know, so that right. kind of, the, you, 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 so you're, you're, I have a team, I got two practices and then we're playing games. Right. right. Then we started to play games. So one week game, one week practice, one week game. So, uh, you know, basically passing drills in the sense of, okay, passing, this is how we kind of move passes when the defender's here, when the defender's here, when the defender's here. So we're, 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 we're trying to show them different ways of moving the ball. Um, things like dribble at someone, when you dribble at someone, that kind of thing. Um, other things that we really focus on early um, is is recovery, defense recovery habits. So we don't have time to really show them the, like the real uh, switching defense type of uh, uh, you know, what do you do on the screen? That kind of thing. You usually right. run, run into that a lot, but it's more like recovery. You just turned over the ball. What you going to do? Right. Because <laughs> it's going to happen a lot. It's like a song. Um, yes. What you going to do? What you going to do? Or, yes. Or, or, like, or, or yeah. you know, transitional type defense. Like, what, yes. what, what do I want? Do I want you up on the guy or do I want you running back right to the our, our key, turning around? Like, when do you turn around? Um, so, you know, I, I basically try to set what I want them to do. So that way, uh, uh, that way, you know, in, in practice, so that way when they do in the game or don't do in the game, I can say, okay, what, well, hey, this is what we're asking you to do. This is what you're not doing. Let's just work on that and see if we can make this work. Right. Right. So I, I never get mad at kids that, uh, for things, uh, for doing things that I didn't like. If I didn't teach them how to do a press break and they don't know how to break a press, I'm not mad at right. them. Right. <laughs> right. And the thing is, you have to, like, if you only have a one practice a week, you have to prioritize. Like, what, like, you'd Very love much. to work on skill sets. You'd love to work on this, but you, like, you have to break it up into chunks like, okay, we're going to spend 20, 30 minutes on so-and-so. And and then we're going to work on like, you need a basic out of bounds play and you do. Yeah, I agree. It's like, that's what I found hard. Even as a, someone's coached a long time when I was coaching my kids teams, it's like, all right, I got them once or twice a week. Yeah. What's my priority? Like, you know, it's sort of like, what do you need to make an engine work? You need spark plug, you need fuel, you need gas. You know, to make sure the yeah. fuel gets to the gets to you know you have gas line like you need compression and boom right. So with with basketball, there's you know passing is a otherwise it's not really you, know, you can give one guy the ball and they can do something, but that's not really a team sport. You're not really building to the next season, right? Right. And, and you do want eventually. You know, we do have enough practices. Like I like twenty practices in a season, twenty five practices in a season, thirty right. practices in a season. It just right. takes a long time. Right. So you do want to progress. So when you're and the, the early, problem is you're practicing, 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 playing. So it's like, you don't, I'm assuming you're not going for eight weeks or 10 weeks before a game. Maybe you are. No, no. One practice, one game, one practice, one game, one practice, one game. Typically. Then you're, yeah. So you don't have like three practices of the game. (laughs) Right. So what do you do? You know, you gotta, you gotta be competent as you move along. Um, Yeah. So that, that, that's exactly. So the other thing that, you know, uh, so recovery habits uh, is like, like what, what I do is 
I find most of the games when you're, you're at this level, it kind of boils down to who rebounds the best and who recovers the best that uh, for both defense and offense. Right. Right. If, if, if you, if you don't rebound at all, and the other team rebounds, you're done. Cause they're going to miss, you're going to miss all your shots and they're going to miss all their shots, but they're going to, they're going to get enough of them because they right. got enough second shots and third shots. Right. And if, if you stop enough of them and you get enough of them of your own right. rebounding is so prioritized um, on my teams, because it, it, if, if they don't get that habit, it's something that's a real bad habit not to have when you get older. Right. <laughs> coaches hate it. Right. Uh, your high school coaches hate it. You know, why am I teaching this again? And, you know, you guys should know this. Um, so that kind of stuff. So, so, and it, it, you know, everything else is, you know, miss shot, fix it basically. Right. Um, and then the other one, like I said, is turnover habits. And, and what do you do? Like, do you stand there and watch the guy who you just, who just stole the pass from you or what do you do physically? Like, how do you react? Um, uh, so we, 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 we try to train the habit of, okay, you got turned over. Your job is to hightail it to a certain spot, right? right. Your job's right. to recover. And like, right. You don't have to do much else once you get there, except rebound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you do that, uh, and at know, the younger you, ages, that's even harder. I'm guessing. You know, it just the, you know, when it's really you know, we're, we're encouraged to teach man to man, like everybody else. You know, um, that big conversation. We're encouraged to teach man to man, and I agree with it. Um, you should know those fundamentals. But at ages seven and eight, it's it's the concept is 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 lost on them. They always glom towards the ball, right? It's so, like the it's like the um it's like a pack of bees kind of thing. <laughs> you just like whenever you play the same with soccer and things like that, they just clump yeah. around the ball. Yeah. So those for so those little kids, the very first thing, the very first drill I teach them drill quote unquote is I put dots on the floor uh is on both sides zigzagging across all the way both sides of full size court so I, I put these dots about passing distance for them so they're about eight feet apart okay right. so there's a big vinyl dot on the ground eight feet go stand on that one you go stand on that one you go stand on that one and then the very last dot is close to the basket so then mm -hmm. uh what I'll do is the very first practice I'll get one ball on each side of the lane on each side and I'll say okay you pass and then you follow to the next spot Okay, you catch, right. turn around, pass, catch, turn around. So it's nothing but relay passing and standing at right around eight feet apart, not close together. So I do this for a couple of reasons: is I want them to understand that you don't stand side by side. Right. And when you turn, you when you catch, you turn to look to pass it to someone, and when you when you pass it, you look to do something else. You don't stand still anymore. Right. Right. So just that that basic motion of the ball, and that's where we did uh, that that team in particular that I coached last year did so well. It wasn't because they were great shooters or great ball handlers or none of that stuff. They they just the old slow everybody hates lobby passes. Or right. it's great when the other team is standing still. Right. <laughs> you yes. know. And, and when the other team is kind of globbed to their ball, you just have to lob it over, you know, the, the two or three defenders standing around you and the guy behind you is completely wide open. Right. So and and, and it taught the habit of looking. Like I want them to associate basketball with ball movement. Like that. I know spacing and ball, ball movement at any level is so important. I know it really is. It's like you can't do anything if you don't have ball movement, you don't have spacing. I yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand the, the focus on dribbling because eventually the great players become great dribblers, but right. I, I'm the passer guy. Right. Well, it's the first thing they learn to do. They learn to dribble and they learn to shoot. Dribble, shoot, yeah. dribble, shoot. Yeah, I know. Um, so how does it work with like playing time and expectations from parents and all that kind of stuff? How does that work in in your specific league? Well, I think uh, similar to others, like in our league, we're again we're not we're not trying to uh, get you a highlight video on YouTube, you know, with the kids, right? And we're not trying to do career building here. 
so it is it is equal playing time it's kind of first on registrations first come first serve so the first kid to register gets you know within the spots we have available gets a spot on the team period whether it's up a, a team or b team they get they get a spot then we kind of segregate them based on their skill level so they a little bit more challenged and they're playing in right. a, a, in a grouping that makes sense uh, so yes, we we expect all the kids to get time. Now you're never going to get equal playing time because I get one timeout in the first half and two timeouts in the second half. That's it. And how long is the first half and how long is the second half? So they're they're actually broken into quarters. So they're they're oh, quarters. Eight, okay. Yeah, eight 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 or nine minutes depending on the age group. So okay, typically nine minutes until you're you uh, you know uh, junior high, high school level. Okay. Um. So you're you're dealing with quarters for us. Uh. So I get again per half. I still get one one timeout. So I don't get a lot of. The games are not, they're designed to kind of run on time, not so much, you know, to be a coaching experience, which <laughs> right. kind of sucks because I, I rather have more timeouts, but I get it. They're, they're running a lot of kids through the association. There's a lot of teams. Right. So, um, you know, you'll learn over time. So it, it, it when it comes to timeouts, breaks or whistle, dead ball whistles, that's when I can sub out. So I, you do try to do equal rotations. You try to balance your lines. Like it's real. the real challenge is trying to find five kids and if you have 12 kids on your roster or 13 kids on your roster which is very typical uh how do you mix that right how do you rotate in and who and it's a lot of conversations with parents and kids i have those via email team meetings uh you know when you know after the, after the games i'll talk with parents about how i try to strategize for timing and i say you know at the beginning of the season it's very egalitarian everybody gets time but by the end the kids that are earning it get a little more time the kids that that are they're giving me yeah. more attitude get a little less but we're talking like a you know, a minute of game time. We're yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I hear you. Do, do you ever use the numbering system where you number them and then one through five go, then six through 10 go, then uh, have you done that? Yes, yeah. So we've, I've done lines, you know, I've done, I've done lines where I've had, you know, uh, one of the other, you know, an alternate for every line. So line one will have two subs, basically, and they'll just kind of sub through in line two, but you don't always get full of full rotation. So I get per quarter, I, I do basically three minute shifts. So I'll okay. do one, like two, three. Hockey, like hockey. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly three minute shifts. If, but again, depends on when the ref blows a whistle or not. Right. 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 So it's not perfect, but the parents kind of realize that. Um, how do you structure practice? How does practice look for you? Well, I learned. I learned from the coaches ahead of me. So because I was assistant coach, and he had the, he was a high school coach that did community league. All his kids grew up in the community league. A very good coach, uh, uh, Vince Bain, Coach Vince Bain. Um, he, uh, I, I watched him. So I watched what he did in every practice. He touched on something every practice. So usually he, he talked about the previous game right off the bat. If we had a right. previous game, that's when we talk about it. So we didn't have after, after game meetings, we, we evaluated the next practice. So we talked yeah, about what they don't, they don't hear you, especially as they get older. That's like after the, it's right after the heat of the battle. Like they're not going to yeah. hear you. Yeah. Even I, as a coach, I, I want to look at the game sheet and see what kind of, right. you know, as of what I remember and there's what happened. Right. <laughs> um, so we don't typically have a lot of videos to view. When we do, I do. But when we don't, I, I don't. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.